Welcome to Clarity Action Impact Podcast, where we bring clarity around topics of business growth, digital marketing, personal development, and the journey of the business owner. We are here to guide you to take action so that you can have an impact. My name is Dolores, and I'm your host. Well, I am so excited to introduce you to Cass McCrory today. McCrory. Um, uh, Cass, uh, Cass and I actually met a, about a year or so ago. We were just chatting uh, in a podcast that she interviewed me for her podcast. She's the host of a very uh, well, you know, established, amazing podcast. And she's going to talk about that. But Cass is a sought after marketing strategist, speaker and trainer uh, who advises large enterprises and startups as they take their message and products to their target audience. Cass is passionate about doing work and life with great intention and which leads to fulfillment and success for projects and most importantly for people. And one of the things that I was uh, reviewing Cass's website, you know, the last couple of days, and I love that you don't like wearing many hats because it messes up your hair, but that sometimes we are forced to wear, you know, the mother hat, uh, Cass has four children just like me. So I'm very excited to welcome welcoming Cass to the Clarity Action Impact Podcast. Welcome, Cass. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you. Um, so tell me a little, and one of the things that I didn't mention is that most of your work, I did say that you work with a lot of enterprises, but specifically, you are a marketer for B2B. And there's not that many of those. I mean, there's a lot of marketers out there who are marketing to consumers, but you are for B2B stands for business to business, right? Yes. Yeah. And that's been my specialty for a long time now. For about 17 years, I've been focused in this B2B space. And it's it's great work. It's interesting work because it's really people to people. Mm-hmm. And businesses that are selling to other businesses, within those, they're, they're people selling yeah. to other people. And selling the promise of not just what one person can do or a small group of people can do, but the promise of what a huge organization can do. And that brings its own challenges and opportunities. And so tell me about how did you, so you're a business owner, you've had your business for how many years now? 17 years. Oh, 17. So you've been in business for yourself for 17 years. Yeah. So how did you come to the courageous move of saying, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be a business serving other businesses. Yeah. I love that question. You know, it really, it, it shifted a lot um, because of defining my own success. I, I realized about 17 years ago when I moved to New York City from upstate New York, I, I realized that the, the markers that other people had for what success looked like in their life didn't necessarily feel like success to me. And so I was going to have to do this my own way. And in that invitation of doing it my own way, it was, well, what do you want work to look like? What do you want work to feel like? And I worked for some larger marketing agencies and got to try on a whole lot of different things. And when things felt like they were in alignment, I said yes to more of them. And when it didn't, I didn't continue to say yes to them. And it all kind of unraveled and flowed from that point, not always easily, but 
It's always just happened. Let me ask you a very specific question because I want people to really understand what you just said is that your clarity comes from is this project client or partner in alignment or not? Yes. So tell me about how do you know and what does alignment mean? Uh, I'm, I'm really feeling the onion here. <laughs> yeah. The alignment for me is about my values. Okay. And so knowing what my values are has been hugely informative in me making more value aligned decisions. And I think that our values are always shifting, but there's a root to our values that are pretty consistent. And so for me, my values right now are adventure, learning, and nurturing. I'm laughing because I have the value of adventure as well. <laughs> right? Like those three adventures, those three adventure, adventures, those adventure, learning, learning, and nurturing. And nurturing. Those are my three values. And they've been my values in some form for years now, over seven years, eight years. Um, you know, they've tweaked a little bit here and there, what they've meant has changed a lot. You know, what adventure meant four years ago versus what adventure meant in the last year, really different. But the fulfillment of those values allows me to say, okay, this is an alignment. This feels good. It feels fulfilling. And when it isn't to be really clear about, well, why didn't it feel fulfilling? Uh, I see it was you know, for me, it's like, if this is very routine, if there's nothing new about it, I'm bored. Mm -hmm. That is an energetic drain mm -hmm. from my adventure value and my learning value. Mm -hmm. So if something is just repetitive and routine over and over and over again, it is not in alignment for me. Mm -hmm. And knowing that, having, in your words, the clarity around that allows me to make faster decisions it allows me to make knowing decisions so i'm not i'm not like wondering i know exactly why something felt good or didn't feel good and so first of all i'm going to stress a couple of things and because in the clarity action impact podcast podcast one of the goals that i have is to help my guests and the audience to really kind of reverse engineer their clarity process, which is what we just did, right? You know, yeah. yours is alignment. So what does alignment mean? And I'm sure that this also transfers to how you help your clients. You know, it's, you know, talk, let's talk about that. How do you help your clients? Well, at the end of the day, we're all people yeah. and we all want to come to a place of feeling some level of fulfillment. So my time matters and it's valued by other people. And the work that's done feels good at some level, maybe not 100% of the time, but closer to 80 than 50. And so figuring out what is the fulfillment part for the people so that they can come forward with their strengths, no matter what they're doing in their work. Mm -hmm. And that's a big piece of it. And then once you know, okay, this is an alignment, this feels good, how do we do more of that? How do we bring in more of that good stuff? How do we take the tasks that maybe we don't love to do right now? How do we view them through the lens of making an impact mm -hmm. that's in alignment with our values? So one of the big things that I work on in B2B right now is the social space. Mm -hmm. You know, B2B marketers and B2B sellers used to have a lot of face-to-face -face time. Mm -hmm. 
And that doesn't exist right now in the land of post-coronavirus, right? It just doesn't. It's very different than it ever was. And to be visible, we have to be online. Mm -hmm. And how do we do that when that's never felt natural or authentic or good before? Well, we have to go back to our values, our fulfillment. How can we show up in this online place in a way that's going to feel as good as a cup of coffee at the Starbucks across the street from the office. Mm-hmm. And that work is some of my favorite work because people have an opportunity to, to show up and be seen and be acknowledged for what they bring to the table. And they still get to do it without getting on an airplane. Yeah, yeah. And, this, and so let's talk about this because 2020 was a big year and our personal mm-hmm. lives has been transformed. I know we said... You have four kids. I have four kids. Before the show started, we were talking about, you know, kids and school and frustration and and parenting, that whole process. But also our clients, many of our clients were forced to pivot. Many of our clients, a lot of their belief system was challenged because, you know, now when in 2019, they would never skip an in-person meeting for a big decision. In 2020, they had no choice. They either were not making the decision or they were doing it virtually. So so let's talk about how did you help your clients, um, you know, embrace the new reality, overcome their limiting beliefs and use creativity and your value of adventure? Because I think adventure... In adventure, there's a lot of problem solving. There's a lot of creativity. There's a lot of curiosity. You know, how do you, how did the value of adventure kind of fueled the amazing work you've done in the last year? Uh, I mean, adventure has been the the experimental element of everything this past year. It's looking at it and saying, "This has never happened before." I hope An adventure, never, <laughs> right? Hope that it doesn't happen again. Um, and if I'm going to make the most of this, what does that look like? And asking that question of, well, how could we, how could we do this? How could this actually be for us? That's one of the questions that I've been working with in my coaching clients one on one a ton this past year. It's like we've had hurdles. We've had opportunities to remake decisions. And when we are remaking them, how are we making them for the lives that we actually want to live as opposed to how it's always been done? Mm-hmm. And how do we look at that reset? You know, whether it is, you know, I used to travel a lot and now I don't. How do we use that reset as a foundation for how we want to build something that's more efficient or more kind or more aligned to our family's values? How do we show up? And and how can we demonstrate the work that we're doing to have the visibility that it needs to have. And and I love that because it's all around removing the how we used to work to going back to, okay, at the end of the day, what is our goal? What is the impact that we want to have? Yes. And if the how, the old how is not viable because we can't get on a plane and we can, then let's get crazy here. Let's go on an adventure and design a new how. Absolutely. And I found that a lot of my clients had very clear ideas about what they didn't want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the what you don't want is kind of like an exit ramp. 
Mm-hmm. It's always going to take you off. And if you want to get back on, if you want to get back on the highway or back on the right path, you have to take the entrance. You have to go the on-ramp and you have to look at what's the opposite, you know, because there's a lot of clarity about what we don't want. Yeah, about that's what's so easy. bad about it. <laughs> yeah, it's so, cl- it's so easy. And it's not hard or difficult to go what's the opposite, but it is a practice of mindfulness that we have to bring to the question. You know, if we say, you know, here's our complaint list for the day, and we actually have to evaluate in that and be like, well, what would the opposite of this complaint actually look like? Oh, well, how could I derive that result? Mm-hmm. You have to be thoughtful. You have to be willing to entertain the idea that what comes next could be better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Um, so, and we've talked a little bit about this, but how much clarity do you typically need to have to take action? Ooh, enough to take the first step. Okay. So you're not like a perfection paralysis kind of mode that you, as long as it feels in alignment, whether it's a feel or a no or a combination, mm-hmm. you will take action on that first step and then you'll reassess every time. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, and here's the fun thing. I mean, I have my PMP, so I know how to project manage. One of my first jobs, Dolores, we had a conference room. And in that conference room was all of the thrown out project plans. <laughs> so every time like a project on the walls? just stacked from the floor, almost hitting the ceiling. Oh, my God. Because no project goes to plan. None. And the longer the plan, the more you're adjusting the project plan. And that's where we get into like, you know, an agile development, an agile methodology. It really says, okay, what's the next best step? How do we take that next best step and position ourselves for the impact that we want to make long term? Where are we going? Are we headed in the right direction? And then just start because the more you plan around something, the more derailed you'll become. So this is challenging. So let me, let's, let's yeah. deconstruct this. So what, if I'm hearing you correctly, it's less about the perfect plan that we'll execute with the hopes that we will follow the plan because whatever plan you had in 2020 didn't happen. Like yeah. I had so many fun plans of traveling. That didn't <laughs> happen. <too. laughs> so many birthdays and weddings and none of that happened. So if the plan, if, if what you're saying is, a very thought through thorough plan is almost a waste of time. I mean, a 10 year plan. Then how do we know? I, I understand that plan for what is the next concrete step. Let's yeah. have a plan around it, execute it, readjust it, we plan it. But how do we plan for five years or 12 years? Do we use a clear vision? I, I mean, for me personally, what I do and the work that I encourage other people to do in my coaching practice is to say, well, how do I want to feel? Like, I know oh, for man. sure how I want to feel. And then I'm going to keep moving in that direction. I mean, my life, if you would have told me 10 years ago that my life would be my life right now, I could not have conceivably created a project plan to I deliver I what that. I have right today. I love that. If you would have told me five years ago, knowing my husband, having Brayden, who is just a little guy, and Lexi, who is, you know, in second grade, if you would have told me five years ago 
that I would need to map out a plan for today, I would not have been able to construct it. So why do I have to play into the delusion that I could construct a plan that would get me five years from today? I love that. It actually is giving me chills because what you're saying is whatever plan we can construct today from the limited knowledge that we have, because we only have the knowledge as of today, 2021, April, um, will be short-sighted, mm-hmm. non-creative enough, For sure. non-expansive enough, mm-hmm. and totally undervaluing our potential. Absolutely. I love that. So guys, don't plan. Take no. action. <laughs> and you know what? I actually have I have a, a thing that I've created called the Unplanner, which you can find on my website, CassMcCrory.com. You know, I love productivity. I like to know what's happening. So it's not like I'm anti-plan, but we've got to have room for flow. We've got to have room to be delighted by what comes to us. And if you don't create that space, if everything is happening, you know, step one, step two, step three, step four, then then where's the adventure in that? I mean, and if your values are not in alignment with adventure, then maybe this feels really this, this is Yeah. And but it's funny because when I went for co- coaching training um, 10 years ago, um, my babies were very little and I was in that place of my life where it was mostly diapers, diapers and driving and cooking. And while you could say having four children is an adventure, and I think there's a truth in that, it doesn't feel like an adventure when you are in non-sleeping and diaper mode. Yes. And so one of the things I discovered in that in the training, in one of the exercises we did is that I didn't even know, I didn't know what values were. I didn't know whether I was honoring them or not. And I discovered what that was. But I also understood that adventure was one of my top values. So I, I didn't know that about you. And it, it's so great. And I'm definitely going to check the M planner because I was actually just thinking, why can't I follow a plan? Because I, I, I'm not wired for a plan. No. I'm I mean, wired for adventure. <laughs> yeah. And having a plan will always be something that energetically depletes you because yeah. it's not in alignment with your values. Now, oh, perfect yeah. conversation for today. You're just giving me pers- permission. Again, and you're saying it clearly. It's not about not having a plan. It's about being really productive in the knowledge of the action you have to take right now. But don't hold yourself to a plan that doesn't feel true to you. And as you say, takes away your energy. Yeah. And don't make promises you don't know that you'll want to keep. I don't know who I look like. I don't know what my life looks like in a month or two months. You know, we've been looking at houses. I could be in a completely different home in 90 days. How on earth could I possibly plan for the meals that we're going to have in August? You know, and I think that there's this idea that we want to know we want to know, like we want to, how is this going to happen? How is this going to work out? And it's like, well, are you deeply committed to living a life that you love? Are you willing to do whatever it takes to do the work, to get a life that you love? Then you know how it's going to turn out. Yeah, exactly. The details doesn't matter. You know, no. how, and I, you're committed to how you, the experiences you're going to have. And then you allow adventure to show you what that looks like. Absolutely. I love that. And be delighted by it. I mean, listen, I have been most delighted by 
the off turn that we had to make because somebody had to go potty. And so we ended up finding this little creek next to the restaurant and we explored the creek and picked up rocks and learned how to skip rocks than I, than I have ever been in a planned scenic overlook. And arriving on time wherever you were going. No. <laughs> I um, I actually remember one time my mom was giving me a, a turn-by-turn directions to go somewhere. And it was a day that I, I, I don't know where my mind was that day, or I guess I was in a rush. And I looked at her finally and I said, Mom, I'm actually looking forward to getting lost. <laughs> yeah. Like, what could happen? Yeah. Like, what could happen, happen if you gave yourself... I mean, I love this idea of, you know, and this is something that one of my teachers, Jess Lively, taught me about was around flow and just not planning, not creating and, you know, measuring every moment, you know, create a container of a half a day and do whatever you want. You don't have to decide in advance. You don't have to buy anything in advance. You can just say, I have from 12 to three today available. What do I want to do next? I love that. I love that. And just invite it in. Because we haven't had as much adventure as we may have planned a year ago, right? Yeah. We haven't. But that doesn't mean that what happens next can't be adventurous. I love that. I love that. So let me ask you a question. What book, podcast, or maybe Netflix series or TV series must we all check out right now? Oh, gosh. I love I love James Clear's Atomic Habits as a book. Yes, I think I it's an that. amazing book and it helps you look at your micro things, the small things that you're doing that are actually playing into the big picture. So it's not about planning, but it is about saying, how am I on a daily basis participating in the life that I want to create? I love James's piece on that. Um I have been really digging into uh, some different books um, from Sonia Roman, who she wrote a book about the journey to joy. Um, and I'll, I'll create a whole list and I will post it uh, when I share this podcast episode. So follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn and I'll share the full list awesome, of all of these awesome. books from this author. But they're, they're really they're thoughtful, they're inspirational, and they help me get to a place where I am of highest value. I love that. I mean, uh, I my husband and I love to watch a TV show at night just to decompress and have a little shared experience together. We've been watching Monk. It is just such a simple, it's old. There's like a dozen seasons of it. It's with Tony Shalhoub. And... um it's like a crime detective show, but it's very light. And just having like something easy to just digest and kind of sit with and have shared experience with that isn't violent and disrupting my sleep. That's that. really important to me right now. I love that. <laughs> so um, the Clarity Action Impact podcast is all about focusing on clarity action so that we can have an impact. So... What action could our listeners take right now as they're listening to you, Cass? Oh, identify a container of time in your calendar, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Think back to the last time that you felt really happy and deconstruct that happy moment. What values were you living 
that generated that feeling of happiness. And try those values on and see if you could make more decisions that are in alignment with those values. It doesn't take as long as we think it's going to take. I love that. I love that. I love that. So where can people find you? Oh, you can find me online at CassMcCrory.com. I'm on LinkedIn. That's primarily where I live because of the B2B uh, professional in me. That's where I like to hang out. If you want to see my adorable kids, you can go to Instagram, CassMcCrory. And I do have a podcast where I feature amazing women like yourself doing the work in business and life. And I love the interview series that we're doing We've got over 112 episodes live today featuring real women as they're on their own journeys. And I'd love for people to follow me there on wherever podcasts are listened to. Awesome. Awesome. And I have a few people that I'm going to send your way. Um, Any parting thoughts as we Mm. move on with our day and... I just love what you're doing. I love, you know, clarity plus action creates impact. It does. And when we get clear and then we can take that next best step, we're going to find ourselves happy with where we're going. And I love the work that you're doing in the world. Thank you for doing it. I'm so happy to have been uh, a part of this journey here. Thank you, Kat. Thank you so much for saying yes. And listeners, just, you know, Listen carefully to this episode. Listen to it a few times. There's a lot of gold in this episode. Thank you, Cass, for coming. Oh, my pleasure. This was Clarity Action Impact Podcast. If you loved this episode, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Share this episode with two people in your world. And as a gift, go to mastersinclarity.com slash free to download free clarity resources.